Real good. Drill good. Drill good. Real 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 good. Ladies and gentlemen, hello and welcome to another edition of America's Best Worst Canadian Sports Podcast. That's right, Real Good Show is back at it again for another week. It is episode number 144, a milestone episode, I feel like, anyways. For me, personally, it is, because I've, like, relinquished recording control for the very first time. That's right. So I've I've got no distractions to, uh, you know, hog my attention. If you say something, I won't then say the exact same thing like 45 (laughs) seconds later, probably, hopefully. That is a classic (laughs) Justin move. For the first time. So I look forward to that. Me as well. Um, My name is Justin Morissette, and with me once again, as always, is... Stefan Heck. Uh, John Cullen, and this is uh, this is a landmark episode for me too because it's episode one forty four, and if you add one four and four, that equals nine, which is exactly how I feel about doing this podcast anymore. You're uh, <laughs> nine. No, let's stop. Too many. Well, you were we were talking before we uh, we got Stefan on the line here about what it would take for you to sell your stake in, in real good show and, and walk yeah. away forever. Yeah, that's a good, let's talk about that, but let's introduce our guest yeah, first and then first. we'll, and then we'll bring him in on, in on the discussion. Cause he's only been in our presence for about 30 minutes. So it'd be nice to have him weigh in on what he thinks the podcast <laughs> is worth. I think so too. Yeah. <laughs> our guest this week is a comedian and sports fan as well. Nima Galamipur. Nima, yep. welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me. A glad pleasure to be here. Glad that you're here. I'm and gonna bring down the hammer of justice on you. Yes, that's what we need. We this podcast, if nothing else, needs some justice. I, I feel like so. Yeah, because I was saying before the show that I want to quit, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, what would happen if like if podcasts were like businesses and you just like you sold had a off? Stake. Yeah, so like I guess technically I would have like well I guess we probably would have given Daniel like a minority. A minority share, yeah, I would think. So he would have—he's he's like ten. Oh, worth, I was worth 30, I, oh, 30, 30. Wow, oh. you're gonna go ten. I was gonna go four. I like oh, okay. how I like how you're deciding for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's he's the producer. Yeah. Well, if we if we split it even, then there's like thirty three, thirty three, thirty three. There's still one left. Yeah, see, so what he I'm, could go super small. Well, what I was thinking was thirty two, oh, thirty two. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was gonna go thirty two, thirty two, thirty two, and Daniel gets four. Okay. But I, I I agree with Stefan. I mean, giving Daniel one is fine too. Whatever is minority yeah, yeah. stake. But so I was thinking for my like thirty two slash thirty three percent stake that I would sell it for probably like twenty twenty G's, which I think is a is pretty good. Yeah, you said you if thought you're that wa- was like if you're a good walking number. away, yeah. I think that's a good number because you think that ten would not be that's too low for like walking away money. Yeah, yeah. I feel like for ten you'd be like, eh, I'll just work extra. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, you're right. Well, because we also like we make money every month, Nima. That's the other thing too. Mm. So it's like ten is not. Mm. Oh, it's, re- it's recoupable. It's recoupable. Like yeah, like oh, if okay. I stayed on, the ten would be recoupable. It's not like, like it's not like twenty would be a zero sum investment for the person. Right. What do you think, Stefan? Uh, how much would I sell my stake for? Yeah. yeah. I mean, more than twenty. <laughs> so that's a fool's sum. I would say. <laughs> why, why is it a fool's sum? Oh, because y- you decided on it. <laughs> uh, I, I do at least uh, 20,001. 
Yeah, that <laughs> twenty thousand in Daniel's one percent stake in the show. It's like a Price Is Right number. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. exactly. Twenty thousand and one. Now I feel like if Stefan walked away, though, that might not be recoupable for whoever is the buyer. Oh, definitely. Because the value would crater. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. No one's Our listening stock to is show. dropping enormously. That's true. As soon as Stefan is, is pulling the chute. That's right. We've, I mean, ar- we've already hemorrhaged a lot of donors to the Go Off Kings. So true, I feel like we, true. And, any, and if we lose Stefan, then we're in the <laughs> The only thing that's going to go off is uh, is my ability to live <laughs> and uh, the power. And, and this show also <laughs> yeah, is yeah, going yeah. off the yeah. air. What about, what about you? Uh, oh, how much would it yeah. take for me to to sell my baby <laughs> to walk away from my precious child? Um, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Like, uh, I'll double John. Say forty. <laughs> I'll yeah? say 40,000. Oh, man. That's yeah. so interesting. It could fix a lot of problems for me right now. Well, I, I was going to say, I, was, I feel like you have less money than both me and Stefan. <laughs> but you're true. like, no, I want the most money. <laughs> I'm yeah, selling this. I need it. I guess that's fair. I guess that's fair. <laughs> yeah, you can you can settle for a low price because you're all good, man. <laughs> I mean, 20 would be good. <laughs> that's true. Yeah, I could, uh, could I buy would... a car. Well, I already have a car. That's true. Uh, I could buy uh, a second car. (laughs) Just for no reason. (laughs) I am thinking about getting a scooter for the summer, though, I have to say. Becca doesn't... We're we're recording, actually, at my girlfriend's house right now. And uh, she doesn't think I should get a scooter. No? But I think I should. I think they're cool. But she says they're... Like a... Just like... um, like like, like, a, like, a, child, a, Vespa, like a, a child scooter. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, like a Vespa. Okay. I always wanted to get a Honda Ruckus. That's their... Yeah, like something like it, that. But it looks like more like a... It looks like a motorcycle, but it's not. You know? It doesn't look like a... I want a fucking T-Rex. A dainty <laughs> or little... The, the, what's the T-Rex? Or what's the, what's the ones with the two wheels in the back and one wheel at the front? Ooh. Or two oh, yeah. wheels at the front and one wheel at the back? No. What are they called? I oh, know the spiders, the aren't spiders. they? The spiders, yes. Yeah. I want a spider. It looks like a car cut in half. Yes, that's true. Speaking of cars cut in half, I remember that just, for some reason, instantly flashed me to one of the uh, My Super Sweet 16 episodes, one of the only ones that I saw, where the girl wanted a... The Hummers had like just come out, and the girl wanted a stretch Hummer, and they didn't exist yet. So they, and they cut a Hummer Whoa. in half and like extended a Hummer. So they like they took out the like they took the back seat of a Hummer and basically plopped it into another Hummer. It was <laughs> fucking nuts. Her dad spent 120 G's on this party. That's uh, or no more than that. That was just what she paid Young Jock to perform. Oh my at goodness! Party. Oh, maybe I should up my buyout rate, dude. <laughs> it was it was so funny because she go, she actually flew to the studio where Young Jock was performing. Mm-hmm. And, of course, this is at the time when Young Jock was someone that people knew and mm-hmm. had one popular song that I don't remember. You're a hip-hop guy. What, do you remember the Young Jock? No. And does, yeah, no one does. But anyway, it doesn't matter. I just, yeah, I need a situation where... <laughs> Not even the hip-hop where... hits. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They're like, who? Uh, she, like, I, I, she went to the studio, and you could tell in his mind, he was like, this girl is crazy. I do not want to perform at her birthday party. I'm just going to throw out a number that there's no way she's going to say yes. So he's like, yeah, my current rate right now, like 125,000. And she's like, okay. (laughs) (laughs) And so then they just just do it. And so he performed at her birthday. But yeah, she she called her dad. She's like, dad, I really need young job for my birthday. (laughs) Oh, that episode sucked shit. 
they all suck shit, but that one was just like, oh man, alive. So we really need to cater this podcast, I think, then towards like a a young like Jewish audience, probably. (laughs) So it's like some someone's like bat mitzvah wish. Real good show. Do you guys mind coming to my bathroom? Yeah, Neem is on this episode. Someone just walks into Becca's house right now in the middle of us recording. Like, yeah, no, we couldn't do that for like less than 40,000. Yeah. She's like, oh, okay, cool. I mean, for the record. It's her birthday we, wish to become the third host of Real Good Show. I would allow, I would I would perform at a girl's spot mitzvah if, yeah. if the price was right. Okay. Stefan, what's your price to perform at a bat mitzvah? Oh, uh, like $100? <laughs> What's your act? What are you doing? I don't know. I mean, there's gonna be like free food. That's true. So I don't. I mean, yeah. Get it. Me, I'm just. I'm just gonna mingle. Okay. Okay. You're like a celebrity guest. Yeah, I suppose so. <laughs> the the kid was uh, the kid was bad. So this is his punishment. <laughs> Stefan's like, you know how they'll sometimes hire magicians for parties and magicians walk around and do close-up yeah, magic? Yeah. Stefan will just walk around and do tweets and tag people in them as he walks around the party. Oh, that's really good. That'll be his like, really special, good. like, oh, we got you boring as heck. <laughs> oh my God, no way. I loved his tweet about the hot air balloons. <laughs> we heard you love Twitch streams. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we couldn't get Rob Wisman. <laughs> yeah, Rob's like, so Rob is trying to run a solo Twitch stream right now, and I didn't have time to help him set it up. So I don't know if it's going to happen or not. It might just be a total disaster. Is it on? But is I, it go off King's branded or is he? Yeah, yeah, he does. He does solo streams on there, and they're they're really funny. But I just don't know if because um, he's never used OBS by himself before. So I don't know. We're going to see how it goes, I guess. What's okay. uh, what's OBS? Uh, I don't know what it stands for, but it's what we use to, to stream on. It's like a broadcast uh, broadcasting software. Huh. And uh, I'm, I've, I've used it for almost a year now, and I still don't know how to use it. And Rob is trying to use it for the first time tonight. So. Oh, so that's going to go terribly. Yeah. OBS. It could be like O is something, but it's like big sc- uh Stream. Big stream. I know big stream, but I don't know what the hell O is. Uh, our, our, our big stream. Big stream. <laughs> well, the, jo- the joke I tell on uh, every stream is, uh, hey, what did, uh, what did Austin Powers say when he started streaming? OBS. Oh, uh, <laughs> so we can just end the show now if you want. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I feel like that's probably the, uh, the limit Why for bother? how good the show is going to be. Why bother carrying on? But uh, we do have Nima here, and Nima, is a, you're a basketball guy. Yeah, I sometimes like I like playing basketball. Yeah, and uh, I come in and out of the of the watching it. Yeah, yeah, of the watching it or following it. And stuff. Are you good at playing? I'm okay. Yeah. I can keep up, but I uh, I will jam my finger every fucking time. Every time. Yeah. You I got weak fingers. Yeah, or yeah. I don't catch the ball like properly or something. Right. Yeah. Did you play like high school ball? Yeah, I played a uh, um, spring league. Oh. And they would like throw me, throw me in. There. I was like a bench warmer, but I, they would throw me. <laughs> They would throw me in there, and I'd take a shot, and it would miss, and then to take. And me then you jam your finger, <laughs> yeah. And then you'd be like, "Oh, I gotta sit." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, that's cool. Because I was gonna say we we haven't really talked about how badly the Raptors shit the bed on this program. No, I mean we sort of did last week. Did we? Yeah, I mean we recorded so it we immediately sort of did after, every year after game. <laughs> yeah. We recorded with Devang immediately after game four oh, yeah, was over, right. which was why Devang was like so sullen. Oh and yeah, sad, that's right. I, yeah, I he was like. really miserable last week. That's right. <laughs> Um, but they did fire Dwayne Casey since oh, we talked yeah, that's about right. that, which seemed we talked a little bit about how that's probably the only thing they could do. He mm. won Coach of the Year, and then they fired his like, ass literally the next day. Yeah, yeah. 
Fuck. Wow. That's got to suck ass. <laughs> I don't know. Getting fired? Yeah, I, mean, I feel like that sucks ass. But like, I feel like getting fired right when you win coach of the year is the perfect time to get fired. You couldn't be a hotter yeah. free agent. Yeah. I guess that's true. You should have quit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just, just throw the coach of the year award in the office. I fucking Well, quit. they haven't cuz they don't do the award ceremony until after the playoffs are over, I'm pretty sure. Well, and they do two different coach of the year. So he won coach of the year as voted by the coaches. Okay. And then the media votes on I think the official NBA award, but usually the same coach oh, wins both. Um and the owners pick the coach. They hire a new coach. Have they Yeah, there were the GM. The GM picks the coach. Are they going to hire Drake? They should. Yeah. I mean, he's basically... Drake's coach would be dope. I mean, we all saw him warm up with Kentucky. He looks like he knows how to ball. I feel like Drake is a bit of a curse in every game, though. Or, or like, remember when he was dating Serena and he would show up and she lost or something? Yeah, it was bad. Oh, yeah, I forgot he dated Serena for a bit. He was also, you know, courtside for all the games that they lost. Also. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah. he's always courtside, so... Yeah. It doesn't really... Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, like, all I can say... As someone who has won an award, that if I got fired the, the day after the biggest humble bragger award was given to me, I mean, I would have been devastated. I mean, that's that's a low blow after a yeah. low blow, though, right? Well, no, that humble bragger was not the humble bragger was not a blow. I mean, that was just uh, you seemed my, upset about winning it. No, I. You you thought I was upset because you felt like... you didn't understand why you were nominated for it. Well, I thought it was weird that I was nominated, <laughs> but it was fine that I won. Okay. I, don't, I don't care. But I'm just saying, like, no, I don't take that as a low blow. I take that as my peers recognizing me as someone who's the best at something. Ah. I mean, obviously, right? <laughs> That's how it goes when you win an award. Yeah. I mean, it says best. It says best on the back. But you wouldn't have walked into the school board the next day and been like... I'm done. My value's never been higher. <laughs> yeah, no, I don't think that would. I don't. They'd be like, "What are you talking about?" <laughs> I go to like the Burnaby School. Twenty thousand and one like, for me to stay. <laughs> <laughs> you wouldn't even understand this award I got. I'm uh, so hot right now. Yeah, to win a teaching award, you have to live in school. Like I've seen, I know, oh. I know teachers who have won like teaching awards and like. The amount of work you have to do to like be recognized as like a good teacher is like just. Fucking I was for, just forget it. Hogwarts level. Oh, yeah, absolutely. You have to have unbelievable <laughs> grades on your owls. <laughs> <laughs> when you said I know teachers and I was expecting it to be like who have like cots in their office and just like no. never, never no, go no, home. no, not that, but oh, but yeah, there but are that's definitely the level. There are definitely teachers that are at school till like eight o'clock every night. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's nuts. It is. If you ask me, that's nuts. Dude, I'm telling you right now, it's nuts. Like, it's 8 o'clock, like, right now. Like, I would just be leaving school, you know? Yeah. Like, that's nuts. <laughs> uh, we were talking about ownership stakes, though, and all that, because I just, I lost my job today. That's right. Yeah. You got your ass canned. I did. I, well, I, not really. I, there was, I mean, I should have known something was up when no new schedule went up last night. Oh. That was probably a Because that usually happens every Sunday night? Yes. Okay. Uh, now, is that the same? Does that count as getting fired if they just are like, your job no longer exists? That's different, right? Yeah, I guess the it folded. Yeah. I didn't get sucks. fired. It's the same feeling, though? Yeah. A little bit. Hmm. It wasn't it's like, the same what? feeling as like getting fired, you think? No, not necessarily. Or Cause losing Because it. it's like I didn't do anything, you know? Hmm. But I, I felt like uh, I, I had like an investment there. I felt like I was building something. Right. And it's all 
gun. What were you building? Uh, an, an audience of people to come watch wrestling on TV every Monday. <laughs> Basically, that's. I mean, Daniel came in. He well, did. He's not that's, in. Uh, that's one. Yeah, there were more. There, the, I had regulars who came in every Monday. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just cool. a fun thing. I don't know. I'll, I'll miss it. Maybe you should uh, have him over to your house. Yeah. Yeah, just have him over. Be like, hey, guys, Raw's at my house now. I don't know that I want to do that, though. Well, then you're obviously not ready to win Bartender of the Year, Justin. <laughs> uh, but we we held, like, podcast events and stuff there. So it's, you know, we had people there to watch the final Sedin game. It's sad to see it go. We Well, I mean, I mean, to say, I we, had held, to say we held podcast events there is there a There was a bit, bit of a meetup with, you know, six or seven people. Well, yeah. You didn't come. No, I, was, I think you were busy. I'm always busy. You're a busy man. Busy bragging. <laughs> so that humble bragger award doesn't come by doesn't come for free, boys. You got to be out in the streets all day thinking, how am I going to turn this into an Instagram till 8 p.m. Oh, absolutely till 8 p.m. That's when I'm off the clock. I don't get off the clock till eight. Anytime before eight, I'm fucking bragging, but in a humble way. Yeah, just in a chill way. Just like, oh, what are you doing this weekend? You're like, oh, I'm going camping. I'm like, cool. I'm just going to do a bunch of shows headlining the so, raptors could humble brag and be like we're the best team in canada exactly yeah that's it's what like, i'm talking it's a humble about humble brag that's basically me so you should put in for Dwayne casey's open position then i know nothing about but me coaching basketball would be, like, be fun i feel like because i feel like with the athletic now like the guys who write about the raptors are so good at writing about the raptors like they say these words i have no idea what they're, they're like oh the raptors lost this game because they didn't do enough on their uh, defensive screens, and the, when they switched up their men, they it wasn't looking good. And I'm like, that I've no, but, no but, idea. But maybe not knowing makes you the perfect <clears throat> candidate because you'll be open to suggestion, right? Because it's like Dwayne Casey knew everything. Yeah, right. he was Fired. he was so set in what he thought was the right thing to do that he didn't listen to outside ideas, and they stuck to a strategy that obviously did not work at all, and they got swept. You could go but, the opposite route. Yeah, but also like it's good to have balance. Yeah, you would not know anything, and you would need to like talk to say our friend Blake Murphy. Yeah, and he could be like, "This is what you should do," and you'd be like, "Perfect," Nina, and then you'd do it. Do you want to be my assistant? Yes. Okay. Do you feel like? <laughs> Tell you me would... some of your ideas. Yeah, what, what, what? Mm, we're gonna pick a roll. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> we got our fingers. We real got Jonas Valanciunas. We gotta gonna... stay out of the key. After yeah. a certain amount of time. Yeah, I think it's three seconds. No more than three. I think it's three, too. Yeah, okay. no more than three. I'll get back to you on that. Okay, please. What if you're running out. around in the key for three seconds? You just can't stand still for three seconds. If you're running around in the key, it's fine, or like running in place? No, I think you have to get you've in out, and out. Out, yeah. You have yeah. to get oh, out of the you key. you got to dip your toes, and then... Okay, so you can just kind of like hop out and then just jump back in. Yeah, I exactly. So, yeah. yeah, exactly. Okay, all right. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like the, the other time I was around a key of cocaine. No, I'm just, I don't know. I got nothing. That's what you call it, right? You do coke. You're like, hey, I got a key and I just dipped, I just dipped my toe in and out. Um, you know, like. A guy just did that in front of me at the bar the other night. Cocaine? Yeah. Shit. Did he offer you something? No. Well, but, that uh, seems mean. He ordered a beer and then as I was pouring it for him, I brought it back and he was like, pulled a little baggie out of his thing and did it right in front. I was like, at least go to the fucking bathroom. You know? That's rude. That's yeah. respectful. Yeah. 
No, I mean, <laughs> no offense to this guy. If he's, if you're listening, maybe the bar deserved to close. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you're doing cocaine at the dirty penny, <laughs> like if that's where you feel like you need to turn up. If it's the kind of bar where you feel like you're comfortable just doing cocaine yeah. at the bar in front of the bartender, it's true. Maybe it deserved to close. Yeah. Dirty was in the name of the bar. I mean, we, you, you worked at the Dirty Penny? Yeah. Well, I live like across that, that bar. Really? Yeah, yeah. I live oh, above not, the... Not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> oh. Now you live across from a four lease sign. <laughs> I'm also moving? <laughs> <laughs> but I used to get up on the roof of our building. Yeah. And we just like chill out and like drink beer and, and just like... It's, it's like being nice. It's, it's nice to be on a roof. Yeah. In the summer and you just drink beer... And uh, we pe- people watch all the time. Commercials like, great for it's that. It's so good. And uh, yeah, we just watched the Dirty Penny uh, crowd. It was real, a lot of fun. That's my story. Wow, <laughs> I loved it. I loved every those, second of those it. Those were my people. Yeah. And now, yeah, those are Justin's people no coming out of the bar, d- just having done even, cocaine I at the bar. I didn't even get twenty grand. To not work there anymore. Like that's the worst part, probably. Yeah, that's the kind of part that sucks ass. Like usually, <laughs> if you lose your job like that, you get some kind of severance. Yeah. But I guess if the bar just closes, then what can you do, you know? Just, you know, it's, ho- hope you stole a lot on your last day. <laughs> it's interesting. Like, they don't let you know ahead of time if a place yeah. is being, like, sold or, or talks are being had or whatever. Because I had, like, a ton of regulars. Yeah, yeah. I would have loved to say goodbye to those people or at least be like, well, it was fun, you know? Mm. But uh, they said that they didn't want to put an end date on it because then people would start slacking. And it's like, oh, you think people weren't slacking before? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Seven or hey, you- we're slacking now too because we we started a Slack channel. <laughs> Boys, we be slacking. We be slacking. Stefan, are you typing a manifesto over there? Yeah, what's, what's going, going on? on? Can you hear me? Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah. We've yep. never been able to hear you typing before, but this week. Oh, it's- sorry. No, I was just met Jesse. Uh, had a bunch of death threats again today, so I'm just kind of consoling him. Ah, oh, yeah. Sorry if the t- I'll stop typing. I didn't realize it was that loud. What did he? Uh, right what did he say again? Jesse, uh, he said, did you see what he said? He said Melania Trump oh. died oh, during uh, right. routine ass surgery. Oh, that's yeah, right. They, yeah. Oh my Something God. about making the hole uh, smoother and rounder. <laughs> <laughs> And yeah. Anyway, and people uh, are sending but, him screen caps of his own tweet, being like, "Yeah, and, good and luck some, with this fella." Some old guy named like Bill Jeter was like, uh, "Kiss your job goodbye. We're getting you fired tonight." And so just like, <laughs> yeah, like good fucking luck. <laughs> this is uh, Stefan's uh, Twitch stream partner, and he right. does not have a job. That's the that's the joke. There. Oh, I see. He's an unemployed man. So well, he's all self-employed. Like, well, yeah. He like his job is the internet, basically. Mm. Like he makes money yeah. off of their Twitch stream and and uh, his podcast right and so these guys will these like alt-right guys get really that's their whole thing is like we're gonna get you fired we're gonna talk to your boss and he's mm. like yeah okay i'm i'm my own boss so so go to hell you know but he gets death threats as well well yeah because he tweeted he tweets that, things like right. melania trump he'll, he'll just tweet stuff about trump and like uh or hillary clinton big, or well yeah so the big thing that that got him in trouble was um when he tweeted about uh, college conservatives and Republicans and mm-hmm. how um, he told Charlie be- Cook that that uh, conservatives should be drowned. Conservative oh, well, students, technically not drowned. He said they should uh, hold their head, have their he- heads held underwater until they stop breathing in a toilet. You right? Could, in a toilet? Uh, not, no, fountain. not a toilet. Just water. I okay. thought it was a fountain. Um, but technically, you could just stop breathing immediately. Like you're not breathing underwater. That's true. So it wasn't really a threat. But anyway, he ended up on Fox and Friends. <laughs> wow. Uh, and so, like, the president definitely knows who he is. 
Uh, someone sent him, someone, I think, texted him or DM'd him a picture of his own house, which I think had him a little worried. But he hasn't learned his lesson at all, and he's still going strong. So I love it. Uh, but also just, the alt-right, sure the alt-right's like, you know, their their defense is like, oh, the, like, it's my free, like, I'm, I'm free to have an opinion or whatever, right? So yeah, why yeah. are they angry at this guy? Yeah, he's just expressing his yeah. opinion. You're only free yeah. to have your opinion if it matches their opinion. Right. Yeah. Right. I think that's the key. I mean, I don't know. I'm not an alt-right guy. Yeah. He this this time it seems like it's gonna be safer because the people he's he's angered are like all 60 years old, whereas last time it was like younger alt-right people who like know how to use the computer. Yeah. Find your demographic. He's, he's, yeah. 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 Like he's getting replies. Here's one of the replies. Uh, you are one of the you are one of the disgusting inhuman, the animal from hell. I feel sorry for your parent. Hell is waiting for you, animal. And that's to just kind of a portly guy from Tennessee. That sounds like a portly guy from Tennessee or a child. Yeah. Yeah. You go to hell, animal. animal. <laughs> that sounds like a wrestling promo against the Road Warriors. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, <laughs> uh, in some sports news, though, that does pertain to uh, the podcast, as it oh, is, oh uh, yeah, this a, is a topic of, uh, of yeah. Speaking of, of people getting attacked <clears throat> online, a favored conversation uh, on this show. We we it's been a bit of a pet project around here to shine a light on the CJFL. Now, Nima, are you familiar with the CJFL? I am now. Yes, we kind of brought you up <laughs> to speed a little bit before the show began. <laughs> yeah. It's it's. I don't know. John described it as a feeder league to the CFL. It sort of is, but not really. And it's, it's more not just... really a junior league because 30-year-olds can play in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more just like guys who play the university use... football and like can't give it up. Right. Is it the, uh, like it's the like, it... UCB? It's like the equivalent of... of... Uh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. The go UCB ahead. of uh, Saturday Night Live? <laughs> it's, it's like the pipeline. Yeah, yes. yeah, I'd say it's, it's more like that uh, hockey reality show on CBC uh, where yes. you could win a tryout uh, to a Canadian team's training camp. Yeah, okay. But if that was a league and if it was for the CFL. Making Sick. the cut. When was that show? I- uh, that would have been in... That was like 2005, 2006? No, before that, like 2000. I was still in high school. Is that the same era that they were doing like former hockey players competing in like a fucking... Um, Figure skating competition, Battle of the Blades. Battle of the Blades. That, yeah. was, that, was, that yeah. came later. That, that came, came later. later. Yeah. There was an era though where CBC was just they were, yeah. went all in on the reality thing. Well, Battle the, of the Blades was really popular. I don't think this show was that. Popular. No, it wasn't. And the funny thing, one of the guys who did, I think, I think he either won a tryout or he got really close, but like was one of the last cuts. Uh, I was at when I used to work for Safeway, when people stole from the store, they would take a picture of the person mm. and then they would put it in a binder so that like, cause the people would get banned from the store. Mm-hmm. That dude's picture was in the binder. <laughs> I was just like, we and just, that man's name was Patrick Kane. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we, as we all know. Um, Patrick Kane was holding. Yeah, well, so uh, what is the furthest someone got? Stake. ECHL or AHL off of that show? Yeah, I don't even think I don't even think anyone made it off of that. I'll look it up. Well, well they they went to the they got to go to like training camp. Yes, exactly. Briefly, I but I don't. But I, think... I swear, I think someone got to like maybe not even the ECHL, like the IHL or like the CHL, but the one that's in like the deep south. Uh, oh, the SPHL. Or no, the se- is it? It's the, the Central Hockey the CHL, League. The Central oh, Hockey yeah, League. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. There was also the NAHL, which was like a. Kind of like ECHL sort of thing too, very low tier. Well, there seems league. to be like there's so but, many, but a lot of them have like folded into the ECHL. By oh, now. okay. Regardless, 
this uh, this was uh, I guess it was a Facebook post from Todd Wilson, who uh, who. Okay, I'm going to update the making the cut thing okay, just before please, we get to yeah, that. Because this is... So in season one, I think a few of the guys made like the minors, but then it says uh, in season two, they changed it so that you won a $250,000 endorsement contract and you got an agent, a top NHL agent. Franklin McDonald of Nova Scotia won and earned a contract with Florida and played three seasons in the AHL for the Rochester Americans. And now That's he, pretty good. Now yeah. he uh, shouts about the weather on YouTube. That's right. Frankie McDonald, indeed. <laughs> and uh, David Brine uh, became the first contestant from the series to make the NHL when he made his debut with the Panthers on February 2nd, 2008 against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Wow. The song Get Through This by Vancouver rock band Art of Dying was the theme song for the second season of the show. Of course, we all uh, we all know them. It, I, no everyone, I've never heard of them. Never heard once of the Art of life. Dying? No. Okay. Vancouver, Canada? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Vancouver, Washington. They're from Vancouver, okay. Washington. <laughs> <laughs> a couple of the members are from Mount Vernon, but it's there. It's all. Cool. So, this is a Facebook post from Todd Wilson in Winnipeg at the Jets game the other day, game one against uh, the Vegas Golden Knights. And Vegas won tonight, surprisingly, because they did not look like they would have a hope in hell in game one. What was the score? Uh, 3-1. Marcia So had two goals. Uh, I'm, I'm like so... I'm, it's so weird that like my prediction stands a chance of coming true. It's, it's incredibly strange. I picked Winnipeg to win the cup, I think, right? Yes. Yeah. But it was Winnipeg, Washington. And like, I, I'm so bad with predictions. Like, I'm horrible. Yeah, what is going on with Tampa? Holy crap. They look bad. They look bad. But they look bad in game one of their first series, too. Yeah, I guess they shit the bed in game two also. They were in it until, like, the last bit of the third. Or I guess it was, it the, would also was be the third crazy. in the second. It would be crazy if Kucherov doesn't get suspended, too. It was I mean, a late surge in the second period. Just kicked that guy. Um, regardless, this is from game one, Winnipeg, Vegas. Todd Wilson on Facebook says, Two nights ago, he was in game seven. Tonight, P.K. Subban is selling me beer. And it's an attached Ooh. photo of one of the, you know, rink attendants who brings, like, the big, you know, thing around. And he just happens to be a black gentleman. So, of course, they all oh look alike. Goodness. There's P.K. Subban. Can you believe it? Yuck, yuck, yuck. Now, not the most surprising content from a, you know, baby boomer on Facebook, I guess. From He's, Winnipeg. From, from Winnipeg. Exactly. Exactly. From Winnipeg in particular, Canada's most notoriously racist city. Yeah, it's pretty Do you racist. Know what? Do you know what people from Winnipeg hate more than racism itself? Being, being told called racist. That they're yeah. racist, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's the greatest. But if you click through to his profile, we see, uh, who is this guy? Who is this Todd Wilson? Oh, okay. He's the owner of Gridiron Consulting Limited. Sure. Whatever that is. What, uh, you know. I presume uh, it is a company. They make toys. They make. Oh, what? What's this? <laughs> He's yeah. also the president of the Winnipeg Rifles, ah. which is the Winnipeg's CJFL team, if I'm not They're mistaken. They're called the Rifles? They yeah. Are, yeah. And I only assume that that is the name of Winnipeg's CJFL team because... It is, what, yeah. Wait, what's this? He's also the deputy commissioner of the CJFL. Oh Ladies and gentlemen, your deputy commissioner of the Canadian Junior Football well, League. Justin, I actually have an update for you. He is your former deputy commissioner oh, he got, of the CJFL. Did they send him a message this morning he... that uh, we wouldn't be opening today? <laughs> the, the Dirty Penny's closing. Yeah. <laughs> that was the message you got this morning. He's like, what? Uh, no, he's, he stepped down. He, ah. re he resigned. So but, he got ahead of the uh, ahead of the potential firing. So he stayed with the rifles, though. But, uh, well, he owns them, so I don't think you can really be fired yeah. from owning something. Maybe unless you like go to jail. 
Yeah. I guess that's the way you can be fired. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But yeah, not great. Not a great look for the old uh, rifles of Winnipeg. Yeah, no, that's probably the most PR that the CJFL has had. Uh... Yeah, they just lost uh, their both their fans. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they gone. Did you grow up in Vancouver, Nima? I was born in in, in Iran. Yeah, and I uh, yeah I grew up in Burnaby. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you're not uh, you're not a prairie a prairie guy. No, but I, I've uh, I've been to Winnipeg. For the fringe. Oh yeah. Um, and I've been to Regina like for two years for like a like a kids camp like when I was young. Oh okay. Yeah, improv camp. Okay, yeah, so yeah. that's cool. Yeah, that's... I took a forty that we used to go like we would take the Greyhound like all the kids would take the Greyhound from oh, Vancouver forty hour Greyhound bus ride to Regina. It was CIG improv camp. CIG improv camp. Oh, yeah. yeah. Sick. <sighs> Justin. I never went to the camp. But, Justin's uh, claim to uh, fame is winning the Canadian Improv Games. Yeah, we won gold in 2004. Oh, so yeah, we won four. gold too in 2008, I think. Well done. Or 2007. <laughs> I like the way that you, you said that, like, like his winning was like not even no, no, remotely. No. Cl- you're I like, said it like, you're no, like, we won that. Yeah, we're we're in an cup. esteemed yeah. club here. Yeah, you're like, oh, congratulations. No, I, I, well, I was it's like, a pleasure. Ah. It's a pleasure. I didn't realize I was talking to someone of such a dignified <laughs> air. Oh, yes, yes. Oh. Join us, John Collins. <laughs> Sip this Canada dry. <laughs> I will never join you, sick freak improvisers. No, I'm just kidding. But that was how uh, Kyle Bottom started off his roast battle uh, against Stewart this weekend. Well, yeah, because <laughs> it was like the, the we were doing a shows to raise money for Little Mountain Gallery, a uh, uh, per, uh, performance space that uh, Nima and I perform at a lot, and we also had a real good show live show there. And, and it's uh, just an excellent space. And it's an excellent yeah. space. And it was a lot of... So the, the early Saturday show was like a bunch of the sh- the regular shows that are at Little Mountain. And most of them are improv shows. So Roast Battle, which was featuring, pardon me, stand-up comedian Kyle Bottom, past guest of the show. Yeah. He was like, Stuart Jones Esports enthusiast, Kyle Bottom. Disgusting and horrible and unfunny and smelly and ugly. But at least he's not an improviser. <laughs> <laughs> and it got the entire crowd to turn on him immediately, which was uh, very fun. I Wonderful. enjoyed it. Wonderful. Yeah, it was a good... Yeah, because uh, he was roasting start. like a stand-up comedian. Yeah. I don't know why improv was brought into they, the mix. Well, it's because we were, we were riffing on it outside. Like, oh, they right, were right. joking outside that they would, should, like, shit on improv. Because oh, the whole crowd, cause, cause they were nervous that the improv crowd would be, like, too soft for roast battle. That they would think, like, oh, like, these guys are being too mean. Like, hmm. I don't... I don't. So I start don't like off this. by being mean yeah. to the to crowd. Them. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. So that, that was how a, it came about. That works. Yeah, you don't yeah. go the other way just being like, let's be funny. <laughs> <laughs> no. Hey, listen, I had nothing to do oh, with I this. <laughs> I don't shoot the messenger. I love all improv people. I'm glad you're on the show. I the I mean the whole thing you guys just did was a little weird, but, not, but whatever. Like that's but only a, we get it. Yeah, so. exactly. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. I just yeah. A, a church. Um, <laughs> sorry, that was my suggestion for your next. But uh, sometimes, bit. like watching like bad improv, I just like it makes me cringe. Like, but also I can't watch it because I go like, "That's what I look like." You know what I mean? <laughs> I go like, "That's what I look." But like. also, you're good at improv. Also, I mean, the, I've seen you like, do improv lots. Bad improv is sometimes the funniest improv. Also, oh, see, I don't think so. See, to me, <laughs> I saw the worst improv set in my life yes, tell in us. Detroit, and I couldn't stop laughing with like so many other people because <laughs> it was so bad. I was like, it was the most I've ever like laughed and cried. At an improv show because mm-hmm. it was so bad. 
Like what? So it was what like was the so, room level. Like <laughs> it was like the what room. What was so bad about it? Like it was just really like it's clunky, just, or just like what was everything? Everything about it clunky. Like pauses, just nothing being said. Like just nothing was happening, and it was just like these these people that traveled to this festival. And they're like in their forties or something like that. Oh, that makes and it it's worse. Like, it was so. Oh, it's, it's, it's the worst when older people bomb. Like stand-up bombs are. I mean, to me, very funny. <laughs> they're so funny. They're so funny. But when the people are old, you're like, oh man, like this is like a sad oh, level. Really, to it. it's very sad. Layers. Hey, here's a question. I, I talked uh, about can, this. Can I talk about the worst improv I've ever seen? Yes. Okay. It was. <laughs> It was on stage. Sorry, sorry to no, cut you off. That's okay. I, I should have yes ended that. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, what the hell? But uh, it was on stage at the National Arts Center because it was part of the national finals of the Canadian Improv Games. Uh, and I, it was which like, you guys won, right? Yes. Did you guys win that? Yes, and Nima did as well. <laughs> Holy shit! Uh, that's so crazy. <laughs> what do you get if you win that? It's a gold medal to hang around your neck. Ah, cool, yeah. cool. Do you still have yours? Yes. Nice, awesome. Do you still do improv? No. Oh, cool. Sold mine. I, I could. <laughs> you said Dima sold it. If I had the time, I would love to. If you had the time, that's mm-hmm. what's holding you back? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Really? All right. Well, you should maybe find some time and yeah. just do it. Just get back into it. Maybe I'll change my entire schedule uh, and live a different life. I mean, it's very exactly. There you go. Yeah, you, guys, awesome. you guys just yes ended there. I really, really like that. Thank uh, you. <laughs> it's, uh, it's one of these things, Nima, where sometimes I'm just good at things I don't even know I'm good at. <laughs> <laughs> And that is how you win best yeah. humble bragger right there. I'm going two for two. I'm uh, once I win one, I want to win them all. Okay. okay, but in the Canadian Improv Games, there are five different games that you can play, and and one of them you 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 you, you do four of the five. One of them you have to play, and it's mm-hmm. the life game, and that is like a serious dramatic scene that is not played for comedy. Okay, and in this team's life game. <laughs> I don't remember what their suggestion was. Why do they call was? it life game? Because it's supposed to be like real life. Yeah, yeah true to it's, life, it's like true sincere. Life. Gotcha. It's not really funny at all. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or so, it could be. But does, okay, true life is something Sorry funny. to interrupt. Okay. Does anyone actually do that though? Like do people ever do, like I've never seen an improv show that was meant to be serious. Like aside from, I guess this like life game. In like, high do, you, do you ever see that? Like improv troops actually attempt that? Dramatic moments. Yeah. Dramatic improv- moments for yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. Because like- sometimes the funniest shit is from truth, right? Yeah. So they would do that, I guess, sometimes. Okay. Yeah. But it's still supposed to be funny. And you funny. can find yeah. funny stuff in a, in in a, a life, life game. game. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, like, yeah. it's not like you're you know aiming to be ironic. You're not playing a wacky character okay. or whatever. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah. I can't remember what their suggestion was, but they decided to go entirely meta with it. And so the scene was like their team falling apart in the scene. And so like they were like doing a thing where... The, the structure of it was like playing guitar or whatever. And it was like, a, I have no, I, I can't remember exactly, but I just remember it all like coming apart at the seams and them like yelling at each other as an improv team. But that oh. was part of the scene. And the things that they said to each other uh, are etched into my brain forever. Uh, the guy who was playing guitar, a girl just yelled at him, you forgot to tune your guitar. <laughs> and then another girl responded, we came all this way. And that was, uh, 
<laughs> and see. Yeah, exactly. Because we came all this way to the national finals, and this is what you do? And that is etched in my brain forever. Yeah. I've probably seen so many great improv scenes but that, one that I've sticks. completely forgotten forever. But you forgot to tune your guitar. We came all this way is my most memorable improv moment ever. Nice. Man. So can, but it can be like, like actually serious, too. So it's like dramatic improv. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? Yeah. So it's kind of like, to give an example, uh, it'd be like, uh, oh my God, you have AIDS. And then the guy would be like, yes, and. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So I, okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, exactly like that. Everyone, that sounds cool. Everyone gets it. <laughs> but sometimes like uh, they would do this because it's like teens, like we're teens like doing these life events, right? And sometimes like the things that uh, like teens have experienced don't like, they just don't relate to that. So they like get a, um, a thing like a suggestion like divorce right. and it just would not be natural because it's like these people haven't experienced life. Yeah, it's like a 15 right. year old pretending yeah. to be a dad. A dad yeah. <laughs> so it's so weird. Well, right. well son, uh, your, your mother and I, uh, like it's that. <laughs> I can't right. even, it's that though. That's like, do they still do it, the Canadian improv games. Yeah. Oh, yeah. they do. Okay. Yeah. So uh, we could go to this. Yeah. Oh, man, let's go. Let's go watch these teens <laughs> suck shit at improv. No, it's good. No, I'm sure the top teams are good, but like, I'm sure yeah. that the team from like Yellowknife probably is fucking terrible. Like, it, do you have to have like provincial or representation it every time? Yeah, yeah, they're yeah, just, they just so stay good. inside all the time. Right? <laughs> <laughs> they have very active inner yeah, lives. Yeah. It just it, they really uh, they I, I couldn't stop suspending my disbelief when they referred to the pipes as below the ground. <laughs> like, What's happening? <laughs> okay well i i think because okay this is where i was going to go yeah, b- before the story is is i had a debate on twitter about this what do you guys think is is worse bad improv or bad stand-up see because for me i think bad improv is way worse like I, to me it's just like bad improv is just like people like essentially masturbating in public and you're just sitting there watching it like it's completely <laughs> self-serving like no one's enjoying it but in bad improv, the performers are almost always enjoying it, which is what makes it worse. Because okay. when I've seen bad improv, to me, the performers are like, in their mind, they're like, we are fucking killing this. We are killing this. Yes. Mm-hmm. And like, you're sitting there watching it like, oh my God, they're not killing it. I- Whereas like with bad stand-up, a bomb to me, I just love it because it's like, they... On some level, they have to know Tough they're to doing know. bad. Because you, you have punchlines. Like this you is have, a very specific uh, like uh, scenario you've created. You know with, what I mean? With of what? Like some, maybe maybe like uh, this improv troupe might like know that they're. Sucking. Oh, you're right. You right. They mean? might know they're sucking. Yeah, 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 yeah. for sure. Or for sure. Or the stand-up the... might not know that they're. Oh, bombing. for sure. I'm not <laughs> yeah. saying that that never happens. Right, right, I'm right, just right. saying like I've seen a lot of bad improv where. It's bad to me, mm. but it, they but all, are having a great time. Also, improv has, like, generally speaking, has more, like, audience interaction, mm. right? Yes. Like, depending on the type of improv, I guess. So if they're, like, really bad and then they're, like, yelling out for, like, a suggestion and, like, no one suggests anything, that's, I mean, no comedian really is going to ask for a suggestion from the audience. Here's, right? here's what I'll say. Nima, wait, just a, just a quick question. Have you ever had anyone be like... Have you ever seen improv so bad where they're like, can we get a suggestion? And someone's like, stop doing improv. <laughs> Whoa. Like, I think, I mean, it's a missed opportunity. I've That's seen, what I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. It's a valid that suggestion. A, right? Like, that would be good. Stop this scene. It's bad. Here's, here's what I'll say, though. <laughs> yeah. And Nima, you can correct me if I'm wrong because I've been out of the game for a little while. Uh, mm. But 
I don't think there's like a there's like there's not like a men's rights like uh, freedom of speech right wing contingency of improv. True. So well, you're wrong because because uh... <laughs> <laughs> no. that's my brand, baby. <laughs> While you've been gone, improv has changed, man. <laughs> it's like uh, it's like Dennis Miller after 9/11. Something just uh, broke with improv. <laughs> yeah, you got a lot funnier after 9/11. <laughs> I think I agree with what you're saying that that's true in that some of the bad stand-up is like bad because you're like, oh yeah, this person is actually not only a racist are you funny, like, but like politically you're abominable. Yeah, true. Right. Yeah, you're right. And I've never seen, I've never felt that way about improv. Before. You're right. Sometimes it, it can come across. Yeah. Sometimes, yeah. Yeah. That'll happen. Yeah. Just a person's like impulses. You'll just right. they'll just, oh, they'll yeah, just come out. True. It's like not filtered. Right? I guess especially if you're doing badly. Like maybe that's yeah. where you realize like, oh, you're I'm reaching. doing poorly, yeah. so I'm going to reach for this like off color jokes yeah. or whatever. Um, but like, I feel like stand up is uh, is less forgiving for sure. Definitely, yeah. And so that's like that's the thing where it's like if I'm watching someone bomb on stand like at stand up, it's like harder to watch for me, right? Because it's like everyone came in like. Prepping like like arms crossed like this person wrote jokes for me like yeah. they think this is funny whereas improv it's like audience is forgiving a little bit it's like oh they're making it up on the spot like it's fine right. they're not very good but it's like it's like when I think if there's no laughs for a while in improv that's okay yeah yeah, yeah. and I think even as a performer you don't necessarily feel it. Like you feel like, okay, we haven't gotten a solid laugh in a couple minutes, but like, we'll get to one. Or it's yeah, going to yeah, yeah. get there. Whereas stand up, it's like, you feel it. Well, these are just the jokes I have. <laughs> and like, if no one laughs for like a full minute, you're like, well, well, uh, okay, well, we're just all here. And, uh, this is all I got. So yeah, usually, yeah, right. usually that gets a laugh. Yeah, like when you call out. Oh, if you call out the fact that you're bombing in yeah. stand up, that's always good for one laugh. <laughs> They get one. So you get one like, oh, good. You acknowledge that you're also doing badly. But then if there's still like three minutes left in the set, you're not going to get forgiveness yeah. for that. I was thinking, though, there is probably one example. Uh, Michael Richards at, at the Laugh Factory, True. I think. True. He was technically improvising in that moment. And yeah. that, like, I don't think that was his... Uh, that did not go That well. was not a scripted um, material. I mean, I so hope... He had, he had there a piece is... of paper taped to like a stool. <laughs> So I guess there is hateful improv also. Just so funny. You like watch that clip again. Michael Richards like pulls his phone out of his breast pocket, looks at it really quickly. And then, you, then what you else? Know. What else? Yeah. Oh, yes. Right. <laughs> okay. Well, yeah, let's, let's, get, go, let's go from there to uh, something completely different. There's the no segue. There's no possible segue here at all. No. Uh, I mean, speaking of a man who says hateful things, that's true. Yeah, we have. It's a, it's not a clip of the week necessarily. It's an also ran here. Yeah, uh, we're just checking in with our old pal Stephen A. Smith. Yeah, checking in on the RGS enemies list. Uh, what's Stephen A. up to? He had a bit of a Twitter update. He filmed. Did he film it himself? No, he got, somebody else he to got film someone it. to just film him standing there after. He the, looks so short. It was. He is short. It was really weird. It's like Boston versus Cleveland game one. Boston kills the Cavaliers. And for some reason, Stephen A. was like, I have to do a video of myself talking about this. And, that's... and we will hear from him right now in our uh, mini clip of the week. Yeah. Look, Boston can play. No doubt about that. But LeBron James, the greatest player in the world, minus 32 with him on a court, just 15 points. I mean, damn. 
Why did you even bother to show up when you really didn't? That's my take. Bye. <laughs> it's it's really improved by the video also. Yeah, you got to watch the video. You, you got to see him like walk out of the frame yeah. immediately. And Bye. also, the, there's something about seeing him in like a non-televised studio setting where he just, like I said, he looks very, very short, but he also looks super old. Like there's an, yeah. there's like a semi like Al Sharpton vibe yeah, going yeah, yeah. on with yeah. Stephen A. in that video. It's like seeing a dog on a surfboard. Like, <laughs> it's, like, it's just weird. He, he needs. He just should just live in the studio. And, like, the lights off. All the time. Yeah. That's how he sleeps too. It's like just seeing sl- your teacher at the mall. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me, I've lived that. He used to play basketball, right? Uh, no. no. Steve no. A. Smith? I don't, I don't think, think he maybe played, but I don't think he played at like a high level. Oh, okay. No, just these, uh... He looks like a, like, like a mad You're TV character. You're maybe thinking of Kenny Smith. Oh, he Kenny play, Smith. Right, right, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Stephen A. Smith looks like a, like a, like a mad TV <laughs> sketch character. <laughs> yes. Like, he doesn't look like a, or he doesn't act like one. <laughs> like, it doesn't act like a sports broadcaster. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, speaking of Kenny Smith and, of course, the NBA on TNT panel, they have been featured on the clip of the week quite a bit lately, particularly because Shaq keeps saying ridiculous things. This week, he got into it pretty good with Charles Barkley. Yeah. In our actual clip of the week. To repair his relationship with DeMar DeRozan. No, he don't. Uh, yes, he does. No, he doesn't. Yeah, you have to, because, uh, listen, that, that, listen, if your best player, you bench your best player. He, Why was he benched? Uh, he, it, well, he, that's not the point. It is the point. You don't disrespect your best player. Listen. If you don't have a great relationship with your best player, you're never going to win. That's not true. Uh, he did not. <laughs> that's play, not true. He did not, well, he, he, in that's your opinion. True. No, just because you say something, you're just That's not true. Me, no, it's not true. Me and Pat Roddy never saw eye to eye and what happened to my man win. So it's not true what you're saying. Well, you it's had not true what you're saying. I'm just letting you know what the man on that team. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. I was a role player. You're right. But you know what? That's my point. That's but my point. Say, me, I'm I'm saying with your best player. You don't know what you're talking no, about I'm when it comes to championship. I'm just no. telling you something. Stop baby. Wayne Carey choose that championship. No matter how much you scream you loud, listen, that does not listen, make you right. Listen. You're wrong in the city. You can, and I yeah, tell you ain't winning because you was yeah. a baby. Stop no, babying no, these no, players. I'm not babying no player. You don't play. You don't play. You got to sit his ass down. Period. He got to repair. He ain't got to repair nothing. You got to stop babying the players. You got baby. That's why you ain't win. He got to I didn't have Dwayne. I didn't have Dwayne Wade and Kobe Bryant carry me up and down the court. So why you don't? Well, you, well, you, because, I got three finals MVP, because, Chuck. Because you, you, Google me, Chuck. Google me, Chuck. You see that? Everybody you are a great player. You don't know what you're talking about when it comes to Chuck. He got to repair that. He got to step up and play. We all didn't have other players carrying play us up and down the court. You can yell as much as you want I got three finals MVP. I mean, you are a great player. Thank you. But you wouldn't have got him if you didn't have Kobe and Dwayne. I will say, I will say. Oh, it's outstanding. Oh, my goodness. I love the Google me. It is, Google me. It is a power move, really. Google me. Three-time finals MVP. Google me. So They good. sound like two dads fighting at like a <laughs> Target or something. In the stands of like a Little League game, yeah. basically. You never won a championship. <laughs> I won three finals MVPs. Google me. <laughs> oh, yeah, was... but I didn't have Kobe and Dwayne Wade carrying me up and down the court. That was a classic line also when I was up north working in hockey in, in Junior B. The president of the team came into the locker room one day uh, and like introduced himself to the boys. And the first thing he said was, Google me. <laughs> and the results are like not Whoa. that flattering. Like he was not... <laughs> 
<laughs> he was not much of a player, but I guess he has like a hockey DB page. So sure, Google me. Yeah, Google me. The the Kobe thing doesn't make sense because Shaq averaged like I know at least one finals. He averaged like thirty five <laughs> points a game in the finals. One. Oh yeah, absolutely. Like it makes sense with like maybe the Miami one, but like even then, not really. He was like still really good with Wade. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I yeah, think, he won the finals MVP three times yeah. and won five rings or whatever it was. And Charles was just saying. It comes out of jealousy. It doesn't come yeah. from rational. No, of course. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Charles doesn't have a ring, I don't think. No. So, But he was just saying you weren't the best player on your team. Mm. Yeah. Which there Which is, is not. Arg- that's not true. There is an, but there is an argument for it. For a couple of them. But, it's, I mean, <clears throat> he was definitely the best on at least, like, one of those Lakers teams. That's true. Yeah. But uh, just excellent stuff. I hope I hope that uh, we continue to get gold from yeah. them. Damn. I hope the NBA playoffs never end because I don't know what we're going to do for Club of the Week <laughs> after that. Yeah, yeah no kidding. I, I just, that Stephen A one just gets me too. I just love that. Why'd you even bother coming out? Because you didn't. It's like, like what a grade school kid would say. Like, why'd you even bother doing this? Because you didn't. Uh, but we will go from there. They've probably just like r- run him dry, like of, oh, yeah. of content. <laughs> he just has nothing to say. No, <laughs> that's why he was looking so old. Yeah. He's like wrinkled like a towel. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> imagine if you're all like, those wrinkly towels. Yeah, you, hear you, know, you wring them out. Yeah, yeah. yeah imagine if you're like <laughs> your branding was like to say like outlandish, cr- like crazy, like loud, angry stuff. You'd, and then as get you get tired. older, yeah, you, <laughs> you exactly. Just get tired. Well, look at what the, we're seeing that with Don Cherry. I mean, he obviously has no idea what to yeah. say anymore. He looks. Oh, he looks near death. Yeah, he looks <laughs> like he's gonna die any minute yeah. now. CBC obviously knows that. That's why they got Brian Burke yeah, in there. The I dude, hope he H- doesn't die after this episode. HD, like. yeah. HD cameras are not no, it's meant not for a, Coach's Corner. Not really. helping him at all. Either of those guys, honestly. Uh, but we'll go from there. Into- oh, Justin, one sec. The other funny thing about uh, Inside the NBA is when they're like on the court and they have to sit at that really small desk. Uh, like courtside? Yeah, like when, when they're when they're courtside like after the game or like at, at halftime or whatever. And like... They're they're crammed into this like small. If they were like four regular sized guys, it would be fine. Yeah, if it's a hockey panel, if it's like yeah, yeah. But you have like Shaq, who like you can see. <laughs> I'm looking at a picture right now. His like leg is just like hanging out the side. Yeah, I'll send it. To, I'll send it to the Slack. It's really funny. Shaq's like seven feet three fifty. Charles is like six eight three fifty. Like they're just huge dudes. <laughs> Shaq, okay, stop touching. I, I posted in the Slack if you want to take a look and react to it. Okay, it's, it's quite. Funny. Okay, I'm I'm pulling it up. Where did you post it in general? Oh, there it is. <laughs> Both like, Shaq and face. Charles. Yeah. Both oh of their legs goodness. are just hanging out of the desk. They're about to devour the table. Yeah, yeah. Shaq and Shaq's all like hunched over too. Like you can't even. Yeah, that's great. Uh, twin towers. All right, now. Now, finally, we will go from there into our top three questions of the week. Hey, yo, it's the top three questions of the week on Real Good Show. You know what the fuck it is, bitch? We murder in CFL podcasts up in this motherfucker. Russell, look out. Anything good in the mailbag this week, John? Nope. Um... Just kidding. There's like there's exactly three good questions this week. Uh, so thanks, <laughs> Bodes well for thanks the mailbag for that. episode yeah. we're going to record after this. Exactly. The first question comes in from Dan at Dan 
He says legalized sports gambling is a thing now in America. Who will be the first athlete to be caught throwing a game? Well, what's the first of all, we got to figure out what's the easiest sport to throw a game in? Basketball. I mean, it's I mean, probably basketball. Yeah, no, I think darts is a pretty good answer. Like, it's a good pun. It's a good pun, but it's also like probably That's, true. Also, yeah. yeah. But okay, out of the big four, yeah, I, I would say probably I mean, competitive darts is taken off, man. Not I would in say America. basketball, right? Because you can just miss a free throw. Yeah, you yeah can just miss your shots. Yeah, with basketball, it's way more about point shaving than it is yeah. like throwing. Games. Soccer, it's hard to score at all. Yeah. Exactly. Longtime patron and listener of this program, Chris Wall, who is a coworker of mine at uh, the radio station, huge into competitive darts lately, to the point where I think he's like gearing up to try his hand Whoa. at getting into the game himself. But uh, we should do a darts episode. Get 144! Yeah. <laughs> episode 144! <laughs> I mean, we've all seen uh, the darts guy with like the crazy hair, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You guys know who I'm talking about. No. Right? Yeah. The, he's oh, he's like, uh, the spi- Dutch, I believe. He, he like sh- uh, he shaves like a dragon into the side of his head. Yeah, and yeah, he has, yeah, like, yeah. Huge like like dreadlocked like braids and stuff. And I don't oh, know if he's even that good necessarily. It's a. I mean, darts is crazy. Like the people get really into it. It's fun to watch, but it's just like. Well, okay. I, well, it's I not think that. it'd be fun to watch. It'd be fun to watch if you were there. Yeah, in, like, if you the were there. Stadium. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what's like a better I mean. televised product though? Would you rather watch a darts competition on like ESPN Seven or uh, like uh, uh, bowling, competitive bowling? Corn, I think, cornhole. I think darts. The crowd is way rowdier. Yeah, darts for sure. I mean, most of the most of the training. I I mean, I don't know if you can even call it training. Like takes place in a pub. So I'd imagine the crowds would be pretty rowdy. Yeah, I think the thing is with with like a bowling alley, it's like where where can you bowl? Okay, it has to be in literally a bowling alley. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, everyone's yeah. just like sitting behind it, and there's like three rows of like folding chairs, and like that's as good as it gets. And then darts, it's like in like Wembley Stadium. And, really? Well, maybe I don't not know. Quite, I don't think like, but it's in like a big stadium, yeah. bigger than you would expect for darts. It'll, they'll put it in an arena. I've never watched it on TV before. Like it's, the World uh, Championships yeah. will it's be in an arena. It's definitely better than bowling. Yeah. Chris has come over to do the updates, and he's like, I'm watching darts in the other room. And people get hammered. <laughs> like, it's, it's, it's a big like pub atmosphere. Drinking games. There's a lot of drinking yeah. games involved in how they score or whatever, I think. Okay. My favorite part is not is not the announcers when they get excited. It's the announcers when they... Get sad. When they fuck, yeah, like when they fuck up. Because, like, yeah, if they hit, like, a, you know, they'll be like, 150 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it's like when the when the guy fucks up and they're just like, 23. It's <laughs> just like the saddest, like, um, <laughs> amount of points. Of the big sports, though. It's basketball. Like, basketball. I feel like soccer you could throw probably, too. How? Uh, I mean, yeah, it's just... really hard to score. Unless, yeah, that's like, true. And you can't be very obvious about, like, yeah, letting Yeah, you can't score goal. on your own net. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, it's the only way in soccer, it's they go after the refs, usually, if there's, like, yeah. a match. Okay, in the... then, then if that's involved, I think I would go to soccer. And, like, baseball like, that's wouldn't what really happened work in either, right? Because, like, I guess you could just, like, kind of strike out on purpose. But then you have, like, I, I don't know. Like, I'm not sure how that would even work. It's like, just too much of a team game, like, to get yeah, the whole exactly. team yeah. involved. And also you're relying on, like, you're going up against, like, one person who, you know, like, 
I don't know. I think basketball out of the big four for sure. Is, anyway, is the, the correct one. answer is Lonzo Ball. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, he would do it. Um, you know what would happen is, is his dad would put a bet down on like a single game uh, and it would be like, for ownership of the Lakers. And then Lonzo would like <laughs> throw the game in whichever, you know what I mean? Like, whichever direction that he yeah. needed to go. Yeah. 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 Is yeah. this person trying asking this question to like bet on a game? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's, it's possible. No, it's, which athlete like has the most deplorable character? Oh, okay. Yeah. It's more like that. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like, uh, I'm trying to think of villains like sports villains. Yeah. Or just regular. I films. guess like I don't like. Yeah. Well, they have yeah. to be athletes. Right, right, yeah, Alonzo right. Ball is a very good choice. I feel. Thank you. Mm, who else? Sorry, guys. Sometimes Andre, Andre Godala, maybe. I, I don't know. Sometimes like, you just get the right answer. Yeah, yeah. I, I can't beat you, so let's just move on. <laughs> and probably. all of you guys suck shit, Stefan. Uh, I mean, Alonzo Ball makes so much sense. Um, but the other player I could see doing it in a different sport would be Brad Marchand. Yeah, I could see him doing it. I don't he's think just a, he's, he's just a piece of shit. Well, he's already got the Stanley Cup, right? So I don't think. Yeah, that he and he necessarily... kind of has that. He sort of looks like Pete Rose as well. If you like, <laughs> if if Pete Rose's head was in like the Mario sixty four title screen, you stretch out his nose. That's Brad Marchand. Okay. Yeah, that sounds right. I'm gonna go with uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic. <laughs> nice. That he's just uh, yeah, he's just come to the U S. and yeah. he's like secretly making his money off yeah. of uh, rigging games. I like it. Uh, okay, this next question comes in from at Yerky21. If it's been legalized, though, like MLB kind of has to make good with Pete Rose then at some point, don't they? Well, no, it's because Pete Rose was gambling on his own sport. That's a, yeah. diff- that's a different level of illegality. On his own games. No, uh, it wasn't on his own games, oh, really? I don't think. Then what's the fucking problem? I, we've talked about this before. You're not allowed to bet on your own sport. Why not? Because Be- baseball is just like old and shitty. Yeah. Uh, Yerky21 at Yerky21 for 200 points if Jurassic Park was never made what other 1993 Hollywood blockbuster might the Toronto Raptors have been named for instead see and I pulled up a list of the 1993 top movies for you guys the Toronto Titanics uh, Titanic was 97 that was 97 Seven, okay so here are the movies so Jurassic Park was number one mm. Mrs. Doubtfire number two The Fugitive The Firm Sleepless in Seattle, Indecent Proposal, In the Line of Fire, The Pelican Brief, Schindler's List. Oh, The Pelicans. There you go. (laughs) Cliffhanger, (sighs) Free Willy, Philadelphia, Groundhog Day, Grumpy Old Men, Cool Runnings. But they're they're not called... They're only called the Raptors because, like, the T-O-R, right? Like, that's... No. It's Rap-Tor... Toronto. No, no, no. Their name it, it was literally because of Jurassic. Park it was a naming. Rap- it was a naming contest. So popular back then. It was a naming contest. So the because I lived in Toronto at the time, you sub- they had a bunch of names submitted to the Toronto Star, and then it was voted on by the fans, and it oh. was chosen because the Raptors were the big dinosaur in Jurassic Park. A kid won. It was like an eight-year-old kid that suggested the Raptors. And he just liked Jurassic Park. Yeah, I always thought it was like rap. Tor. <laughs> well, you overthought it. <laughs> Or uh, underthought it, depending uh, on how you want to look at should it. Should be called the Toronto Gold Blooms. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in that case, yeah, if we're just looking at the cast, all of these movies <laughs> yeah. uh, have like stars in them. I mean, the Toronto Nazis has a good it ring could be to the it. Toronto Schindler's List. Actors. 
Oh my god! Whoa, go. that's horrific! I can't believe you doubled down on your yeah, shitty Raptors I, yeah, yeah, theory. I, I got every, I got every movie covered at this Dear point. God. Toronto actors. I'm going to go with because uh, a, a kid did suggest the Raptors. I'm going to go with another one the kids might have suggested. I'm going to choose Free Willy. Free Willy. And say that they'd be the Toronto Orcas. The Torcas. Yeah, exactly. Whoa, that's nice. That's a nice <laughs> ring to it. Because there's uh, this actually the school I was subbing at today. Their school nickname is the Orcas. Can I see the uh, the box office gross list here? I mean, I read them all. There's no Pixar Pixar movies. Not maybe? yet. Not ninety three. Yeah. No. Uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles three came out that year. Yeah. So the turtles were kind of waning, the but they were still on top. Mutants. <laughs> I mean, that's kind of cool, actually. Yeah. The team was named the Mutants. Like the Milwaukee Mutants. Oh, that's yeah. nice. That's a sweet yeah. name. That'd be sick. Yeah, I like that, actually, a lot. Ooh, you know what was the 20th biggest movie of the year? Tombstone. Ooh. The Toronto Tombstones. <laughs> the Toronto uh, Huckleberries. Ooh. Uh, number 18 on the movie list for 1993, 92, 93. 93. Demolition Man. That's right. So I'm going to settle on the Toronto Taco Bells. <laughs> okay. It's the only restaurant that exists in the future of Demolition oh, Man. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. What a stupid thing. <laughs> um, it's a great prescient movie that describes the times we live in to a T. Stefan, are you uh, sticking with the Pelicans? No, I'm going to change it up and I'm going to go with uh, an alternate universe where this was the biggest movie of the year and not the 94th biggest movie of the year in 1993. And I'm going to go with the Toronto Weekend at Bernie's 2. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the Pelicans would be the name of uh, Vancouver's NBA team. Right. Because we only had them briefly. Well, actually, actually Justin, uh, there's Free Willy was the 11th biggest movie that year. So I think it could be the, the Vancouver Orcas. <laughs> Great picks, though. I mean, it's a good choice. Yeah. Oh, my God. The, that was the weekend at Bernie's reminded me of uh, one of the people I follow on Twitter today. At 67 Sound was talking about how his son's team, his son plays in the uh, Greater Toronto Hockey League, and they were playing against a team whose coach was like a former enforcer. And so he was like, I guess, a real asshole. And like all the parents like were like, this coach is such a dick and like whatever. And so I looked up like the league, like he played in that Quebec league mm -hmm. uh, that's like known for its fighting, the like LNAH or whatever. And uh, the team he played for in that league was called the St. George's Cool 103.5 FM. <laughs> and I was like, what? They didn't even have like a team name. They were just called Just that. a sponsor. Yeah. So good. That's uh, Nima, you, did you have a Toronto choice? Uh I guess I said gold blooms, but oh, the gold, the gold blooms is for, is the best. Probably, yeah. I mean, you can stick mm. with it. I don't know. Yeah, I'll stick with that. All right, I'll stick with the that. Toronto I don't think gold I'm blooms. overthinking it on the tour front though, because the, like you look at the logo, it's a capital R, capital T, mm -hmm. and the rest of them are all. Small. That's not why it was picked though. Well, I'm just saying. I'm not saying that's what how they branded it. I'm not saying what you're saying is wrong, but. I also think it could be really confusing because there's because uh, there's Philadelphia is like a movie, <laughs> so you could name the team the Toronto AIDS. Ah. <laughs> and the last question <laughs> this comes in from uh, <laughs> at Matt Rainis, and he asks uh, if the three of you, or in this case, four of you. Uh, were Power Rangers, what would your individual Zords be, and what shape would they form when you combine into the Megazord? 
Okay. I, I would be the Megazord's dick. I think we all know that. <laughs> Definitely. Yeah, I think we There's do like all no know question. that. No question. I watched the remake. What, an- what animal recently. would you be? Um, Like a sea cucumber, I guess, because it kind of looks like a dick. <laughs> <laughs> the weakest Zord of all time. Just a small little worm shape. Yeah, just like roll around on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> You sorry? You said you watched. I watched, it? Was it, was I watched it good? the remake uh, on Netflix. It's oh, I thoroughly recommend uh, Elizabeth Banks' performance as Rita Repulsa. Oh yeah, she is just sublime in this film. Uh, but the rest of it, not so great. Okay, fair <laughs> yeah. enough. Yeah. Uh, also, they just like very unimaginative with the Megazord. The Megazord was just like a giant. Ranger. They formed the shape of a man. Oh. oh. It was very disappointing. That's not fun. I want a battling robot. Yeah. You know? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. Um, I think it's obvious I would be the Megazord's brain. I'm the smartest one wow. here. And uh, what's a really smart animal? Dolphin. I'm a, my Zord is a dolphin. We're going... We're, uh, this is a sea-themed Power Rangers. Uh, we all ha- are going to be sea creatures. Okay. Um, I'd be I'd be like a an elephant. <laughs> A sea elephant, <laughs> and I'd be the Rangers uh, or like the Zords uh, taint. <laughs> <laughs> well, we got a brain, a dick, and a taint. <laughs> I love how the biggest animal becomes the smallest part. <laughs> but this is same. It, it might be a huge taint. <laughs> yeah, yeah. it'd be mostly taint. It's yeah. insane. This door, this Zords taint. Listen, baby, <laughs> my dick is small, but you won't believe the size of my taint. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Same texture. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, I have to be a sea animal? No, you had picked elephant. That's oh, true. it had to be a sea animal? No, no, I just made that up. <laughs> He's just kind of going out. Okay, I mean, okay. Then, a uh, then a then a, a mammoth or uh, oh yeah yeah the woolly mammoth. The woolly no, mammoth. no 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 no. Uh, what's the manatee? Manatee. Yeah, I'd go with a manatee. A manatee that actually yeah. would make a good taint. a taint sized yeah. manatee. Yeah, or a manatee, manatee sized taint. taint for, yeah. yeah, a taint sized manatee would be pretty small. <laughs> um, <laughs> a manatee zord would look sick. A manatee, yeah, that could be the overall shape. Yeah, yeah. Because then yeah. I like the idea that we come together, but we're just basically a blob. Like, we're supposed to form this, like, incredible creature, but we're just, it's like, we just all smash together, and we got a big dick and taint, <laughs> and then just like a blob of a manatee. I'm going to be, my Zord is a, is a gorilla. Okay. Uh, and basically, I assume my my spot is to be the body. Yeah. So my, like <laughs> we, my, need a, we need a body. My so. head just, like, folds into my chest, I guess, and then John becomes the brain. Uh, so he takes With over the no head, head position. Like it's just a brain? <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then Stefan hops into my dick position. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, Last yeah. but not the, least. The manatee taint bringing up the rear. Always late. Always late. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm like a real, uh, I'm a real Krang situation. I'm like connected to part of Nima's taint for power. It also it's occurred a- to me like... Very strange ego move for a guy named Zordon to be like, I made all these robots for you also. They're called Zords. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's cool as it's hell. It's like if a robot, if a future alien was named like Robert and was like, I made all these uh, cool things for you to get in. They're called Robs. <laughs> like, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, Just yeah, slap we, my name yeah. on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we, I think we got it. 
I mean, it'd be like together. It's a mega rob. Yeah, yeah. It'd be like if I was uh, if I had a bunch of robots and I was like, oh yeah, these are these are the uh, the culls. Yeah, yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it'd be like if if Nima if like Nima like invented something and there's like a bunch of smaller things. He's like, oh, these are the Nims. <laughs> they really name Nims. <laughs> How many people call you Nima on a day to day basis? Nima? Nima, yeah. Actually, none. Oh, really? Yeah, you yeah, get, yeah. You get Nima all I the get, time? I get Nima. N- oh, the Nima. Name. Uh, Naima. Oh, Naima. And then, yeah. uh, oh, I went to, I did, I did karaoke, I did karaoke in Edmonton once, and uh, <laughs> the uh, the MC was like, "Up next, we got Nina. Get up here, girl." <laughs> <laughs> and then did you? I mean, I assume you leaned. And then I just the like way, was yeah. like, "Hey, what's up? I'm Nima." <laughs> <laughs> Sorry to disappoint, but I'm going to crush Macy Gray's I try. <laughs> and then uh, as a nickname, I get Neems a lot. Yeah, of Neems. course. Yeah, Neems. That's pretty normal. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that's standard. That's his, yeah. That's what his swords are called. Yeah. yeah. Nim-nims. <laughs> that's, that would be if you were and a candy manufacturer. <laughs> You're a candy manufacturer. Nim-nim-yum. <laughs> Boy, that's a Red Robins thing. <laughs> there into everybody's favorite segment because it means we're on the home stretch the cherry on top of our cynical sunday where we pick the things we like from the world at large one good thing if a lot of people love each other the world would be a better place to live. Gentlemen, what do you like this week? Surprise, surprise, I'm going with another video game, but it's a sports one this time. Oh, Whoa. I know what you're going to recommend. Yeah, Super Mega Baseball 2. Uh, extremely fun. I think it's available on Xbox and PS4. So, it is, yeah. It was uh, actually a free yeah. game on Xbox Live Gold last month. Oh, shit. Yeah, it's so, so fun. Like, it's a cartoonish baseball game with, like, you know, fake teams and, and fake players and stuff, but the players have really funny names and it's got a really deep customization system and the gameplay is surprisingly really deep as well. Uh, and it's honestly the most fun I've had playing baseball. I mean, I, I did like the show a lot, but I think this is the most fun I've had playing baseball since MVP Baseball, the EA Sports version of baseball. What's, wow. the, what's the gameplay like? Is it like on my, is it like a timing on a slider or something or what? So the pitching is you'll click the button and then this this reticle will appear and you have a, a, a amount of time to kind of like get your cursor over the reticle. Okay. And the closer you get, the more accurate the pitch is. Okay. That sounds um, cool. Yeah, no, it's – and then swinging is just swinging the bat. And you can just like – it looks like you can kill people with hits too. Yeah, that's, that, that is what Whoa. got me to, to purchase the game was uh, someone I think from Giant Bomb um, – posted a video of them uh, hitting a liner directly at a pitcher's head, and then the pitcher just dies. Uh, I, one of my players got beamed in the head and, and, and got, like, knocked out and was, like, still in the game, but had to come out of the game. And, and they give you, like, injury reasons, and it was memory loss. <laughs> so it's a really fun game. I think there may, may possibly be cross-play between, like, PC and all the consoles and stuff. So you, guys, you guys should check it out because it's – like we're having so much fun with it. 
Yeah, I saw it when you it's guys were playing game, it. And I saw the uh, screen caps. It kind of reminded me of MLB Power Pros, yeah. uh, which yeah. is for the yeah. Wii and stuff, which is a great yeah. game. Very good baseball. Yeah. It's a discount game, too. I think it's like 40 bucks. Sick. So check it out. Cool. I'm going to recommend two albums this week because they're both Ooh. in the same vein. Ooh, they're both two kind of... things. I know. I know. I'm doing <laughs> two things. What? Who does that? The reason Get him, Justin. Get him. <laughs> the reason I'm doing two is because Classic they're... Classic Cullen move. Yeah, because they're closely related. And uh, so they're both kind of like emo, like fun, summer rock kind of albums. Mm. I can see myself spinning them with the windows down on uh-huh. nice days. Uh, the first one is from a band called World's Greatest Dad, and the album is called Get Well soon uh that's a little bit more of like a emo slash like power punk kind of leaning and then the other one is by a band called illuminati hotties and uh the album i I like the name yeah Yeah. great name and the album is called kiss your frenemies and uh it's a little bit more of a like best coast kind of like lo-fi rock sort of album and and it's great too so i've been listening to both and they're both excellent so check those out world's greatest dad and illuminati hotties sweet all right what do you where did you uh come come across them uh stereo gum Cool. That's my like music blog of choice. Nice. So yeah. So you're just reading about all the latest albums every week. Yep. Sweet. That's, that's fun. I mean, I check it every day. I check Stereo Gum every day. It's like one of my websites it, I go to. Is it your homepage? No, it's not my homepage. No. Does anyone have a homepage anymore? I feel Google. like the homepage yeah, is Google. the Google, Google thing that yeah. just shows you what your most frequently viewed pages are. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you want to go, Nima? Or uh, I, I can go. You, yeah. I'm going to recommend a video game also. Sweet. Uh, which I kind of uh, prophesied that I would oh, recommend right. last yeah, week. Yeah, I hadn't yeah. played it at that point. <laughs> That's right. But I've, I've done almost it and nothing. Fell asleep, if I recall. Yes. Yeah. But work and play this game for the last week. This is basically all I've done. I would recommend not playing it as intensely as I have, as I've started to like get burned out on like the repetitiveness of its gameplay a little bit. Mm-hmm. But I was itching for a first-person shooter, and it has really uh, fit the fit the bill for me. And uh, it's called Far Cry 5. Hell yeah. I've never played a Far Cry game before. I don't what, think, seriously? I don't think any of the stories are connected. I have no idea. I, you never played any Far Cry game? I haven't either. Not me neither. This, this is a good one to jump in on. Cool. Far Cry 2 is the best one, but Justin, I'm, I'm glad uh, you got this one. Yeah, it's uh, you basically like set loose in a massive open map that has been taken over. It's... it's uh, it's kind of like a neo-Nazi sort of religious death cult sort of deal. It, the movie, the the game rather is set in Montana, and they've like taken over this valley. And it's uh, you know, there's a lot of like culture war stuff at play in it. It's like they're mixing a lot of elements together, so you can't point at it and be like, "I'm killing neo Nazis in this," or like, "I'm killing the religious right." But like, it's a lot of that kind of vibe, right? Um. And then, yeah, super fun. I've just enjoyed killing hillbilly cultists with submachine guns for the last week. I strongly recommend it. Is tell a- me about the video games you've played. <laughs> <laughs> Is that on PS4? Or? PS4, yeah. yeah. Uh, I think it's on Xbox, too. You get it on Steam? Um, probably. Yeah, yeah. Probably. Yeah. Cool. Nemes. Uh, I re-watched a movie, this movie, and uh, I was recommended by a friend who's like, you've got to check this movie out because it, you'll just be on the edge of your seat, like the whole time. And it's an old movie. And I was like, okay, sick. Um, and it's Will- William Friedkin's Sorcerer. Ooh. Have you seen this? I have not seen oh, it. Oh my goodness. Okay. This film, uh, so William, William Friedkin did the, the Exorcist and uh, the French Connection, right? Yeah. And uh, this movie is like a thriller. Uh, and it came out in 1977. And it it's like about a group of flawed individuals who are like, 
in I think Bolivia or like some some uh, South American country, and they're trying. They're like hired. They're like these ex-convicts or whatever. They're trying. They're hired to take the shipment of dynamite uh, by this like oil company to this this site that has exploded, and then they need to blow up the the site to like extinguish the fire. And it's this. There's like the. It's about the, them getting through the treacherous path without exploding the the. So there's no like supernatural element. To no, it. no, no. It's just called sorcerer. Yeah, it's called sorcerer because because like fate is the sorcerer uh, in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's so good because, but like it didn't do very well when it came out because it came out like I think the same week as or something like as uh, Star Wars. Okay. So Star Wars just like overshadowed it, and this got crushing like re- reviews off the top because yeah, people started to like jump on the board of like heroes and like hero's journey and stuff like that and like this was just about like just flawed individuals but right now watching it it's like fucking amazing it's so good sweet yeah that's a good rack i think i would be very into that yeah I sorcerer, I'll, yeah. I'll check it out it's so good william friedkin's sorcerer which i'm assuming came out in 1977 yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what he yeah. Said if it got crushed by star wars yeah yeah, yeah. all right he also said it <laughs> So there was that too. <laughs> May twenty second, nineteen seventy seven. Hey, crushed by Star Wars. Enough about all the alt right Star Wars fans out there. <laughs> <laughs> seems like a fake movie, though, right? Solo. Like it seems like like all the marketing for it. Like even the slogan is like "Never tell him the odds." It just seems like yeah. This is I'm not... still gonna probably see it. Yeah, me but, too. And yeah. I think I'll probably. I'll probably recommend it on this show. <laughs> I'm sure you will. But it just seems like uh, a little too on the nose to me. I don't. I don't, know. Uh, I don't anticipate seeing it. Yeah. Yeah. In movies, I don't really care for yeah. them. I saw a Quiet Place. It was, it was fine. I didn't like it that much. Yeah. <laughs> What's that uh, Joaquin Phoenix one? That's out. Here, that one's good. You were oh, never really here. Yeah. yeah. yeah I really want to cool. see that. Yeah. Yeah. Is that no? What? What's that one? called you were never really yeah. here yeah, he's yeah. like a hitman who has to like save uh some state senator's daughter hitman um, handyman with a hammer yeah he's yeah. walking around with a hammer just knocking people's heads in nope not for me sounds great <laughs> pass <laughs> but guys you know what is coming out what the incredibles too yeah oh, so you'll, yeah you'll go that's see that. be i'll be there opening night boys. oh yes yeah uh, thank you Long yeah you're an overdue. animator so you fuck because okay these guys always give me grief the only movies I ever go to the theater to see are animated movies. I watch about ten movies a year max, and mm-hmm. I've seen, but I've seen basically every animated movie that's mm-hmm. come out. Do you go I sober? Love animated movies. Yeah, I'm yeah, a, yeah, yeah. I'm always sober. I've never not been sober, Nima. He's straight edge. Uh, well, I'm not straight edge. He's a so teetotaler. Much. Yeah, I'm a teetotaler. Uh, I'm a lame or whatever. Um, but uh, yeah, so you get me. Mm-hmm. You love the animated yeah, films yeah. as well. Yeah. yeah, see, yeah. Like, these guys got to. I like Pixar. These guys got to grow the fuck up. Except I've like I'm bad at like keeping up with Pixar or watching Pixar now recently I guess but I'll watch yeah I haven't watched them I haven't watched Moana or like Coco yes which, which I Coco was awesome yeah, I haven't I seen Coco good. I haven't seen Moana either actually let's let's, let's get a racist. viewing party let's go, going yeah, let's, go. let's fire it up you can be unsober no judgment all right animated yeah. movies about people of color John's not interested hey listen I saw talking animals and white people listen, and that's it I saw Rango. <laughs> So did I actually. <laughs> Rango was awesome. Yeah, Rango was so awesome. Yeah, it's I great, loved it. Great little western. Princess and the Frog, though, no thanks. <laughs> <laughs> and with that, that will do 
it for this week's episode. Our roommate has been Becca. Thank you so much for letting us use the space. Yes, uh, my uh, roommates are moving, so my house is just a disaster right now. Yeah, the so. real good studio is uh, in shambles at the yeah, moment. But uh, it will rise like a phoenix from the ashes. It will. We will have an official studio in like two weeks. So hell. Yes. Uh, if you want to support the show, and heaven knows why you would want to do that, you can head on over to patreon.com slash realgoodshow, where $5 a month gets you access to all of our delicious bonus content. We are cutting uh, Donor Mailbag uh, as soon as we wrap on this one, so look forward to that in the week to come. And uh, got some big stuff in the pipeline on the Patreon feed coming your way before the month is out as well, which I will have plenty of time to work on now that I have been let go from my bar position <laughs> exiled yes I'm, we will fetch, I'm like a ronin i'm just wandering the streets we will, looking for bottles to pour we will fetch justin from the isle of elba <laughs> and then we will record with him on the on the coast of france nima do you have anything that you would like to plug uh I guess, uh, I don't know, like, uh, I don't know what to plug. Uh, Little Mountain Improv. Little Mountain Improv. Uh, we do a show every Tuesday at Little Mountain Gallery at set at uh, 8.30. Doors yeah. are at 8. Show's at 8.30. And uh, I'm on Twitter and uh, Instagram. Yeah. Yep. All Perfect. Right. Check them out. Yeah, and if, as always, of course, the website is realgoodshow.com. You can find photos and videos uh, on the blog of every single thing we talked about this week. Uh, and you can find us uh, on Facebook at facebook.com slash group slash realgoodshow. It's a ton of fun in the group, of course. Yeah. And uh, if you wanted to rate or review the program on iTunes, give us a little bump in their algorithms. We always appreciate that as well. I gave Nima the opportunity to plug. John, would you like to plug? Roast Battle coming up Monday, May 28th, 9th, 28th. Uh, yeah, 28th. It's uh, probably going to be our biggest Roast Battle show yet. Uh, our champion, Stuart Jones, is defending against Ryan Williams. we got uh, great undercard battles, so I think it's going to be our best show yet. So come on out and check it it's out. It's a slick-looking title belt. I know. I haven't even seen it in person well, yet, We spent an extreme impressed. amount of money on it, so it better look slick. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it does look good. Stephen, yeah, anything going on on your end? Um, oh, uh, May 26th, Saturday, 5 p.m. Pacific. Uh, it's the roast of Jesse Farrar on the Go Off Kings. Oh, yeah. I'm still a little uh, uh, chapped that the uh, professional comedian who also works on a roast show has not been no, invited to... No, no. Well, we, to, haven't, uh, we haven't sent out the invites yet. Uh, so okay. they're, they're still in the process of being sent out. Yeah, I don't yeah. know what you're chapped about. You've been on the stream before. What are you, you were talking? On the stream, weren't you? I guess I guess I was. I, the, was. Well, I mean, I guess. Okay, well, actually, we should, probably shouldn't talk about. Uh, <laughs> first of all, it's a lost episode. First of all, yeah. I was high and got tricked to being on the that, stream. None of this Sec is true. Second of all, yeah, whatever. I was on the stream for like one minute. Yeah, must but have I'm been gonna nice. I'm gonna roast the shit. Must out of, have been nice. I'm gonna roast the shit out of JF. Well, everyone in the chat thought you were very attractive. John. Thank you. I am handsome. <laughs> I agree with everyone in the chat. And I will, I'm going to come back on. It's been a while since uh, I've been on the stream. So I, I am going to come back for a full stream soon. And then I will get in on the roast of Jesse Farrar where I will uh, eviscerate him for being alive. Until next week, I'm Justin Morissette. Stefan Hack. John Cullen. Nima Golamipur. Be real. Be good. Be real good. Taint. Improv. What'd you say, John? Taint. Ah, I was thinking fuck. bad improv also, though. Stefan, yeah. you're on my wavelength. I don't know. I just, <laughs> yeah. I just feel like uh, like you usually say the dick thing. So I was like, oh, if I say taint, he's going to say that for sure. I know. I thought that was too obvious. Though. Zords. Zords. Yeah. Nim-nims. <laughs> Nim-nims. <laughs> yeah, we really only say the same thing like 10% of the time. Yeah. 
This has been episode 144. New news. Okay, well, see you later, guys. Yeah. <laughs> Bye. I believe that faith has brought us here And we should be together, babe But we're not I play it off, but I'm dreaming of you And I'll keep my cool, but I'm feeling I try to say goodbye and I choke
one donor to thank this week. And it is. There's just one donor to thank. One single donor to thank. And I just want to make sure I get his name right. I'm pretty sure I have it right in my head, but I just want to double check. I believe it's Richard Zur. But let me just double check here very quickly. It is Richard Zur pledged $5 to the show. Thank you, Richard. Well, Zur, excuse me, Zur. Thank you, Zur. We're very appreciative, Richard. Thank you. Goodbye. Bye. Oh, motherfucker! Shut the fuck up there. Someone else. Las Vegas odds say he won't hit one more time, and he doesn't. Thanks, Batman. Billy Reed. Watch it, you fucking asshole! Fuck! He was named after Raekwon the chef. The guy from Wu-Tang Clan. You have some problems, you go emergency toilet for five minutes, urine, and then you say, and you, then you hit let and you don't say sorry, you think you're a good kid. I ain't getting this voice. <laughs> We're going to give them two minutes to think about what they've done. Consider yourself a pretty good tracker then, huh? Well, if it's just blatantly obvious, and curious where this sucker lived. And so I walked about half, uh, half a mile out of my way to sort that out. My bad, my friend. I'm sorry. Okay, but if you let it get the half by Wednesday, then you pay 20 no, minutes back No, it won't floor. get the half by... Right, by Wednesday, it's going to be 40, and then on Friday, it'll be 40 Not 40, again. 20. Yeah. It's going to be 20. No. <laughs> it's going to be 20. <laughs> Not half. Half of 80 is 40. But no, listen to what I'm saying. Just fucking play score. Google me, Joe. Everybody, everybody Google me, Joe. You see that?